On today's show, Buddy Heald and the Indiana Pacers working on a trade. Where does Buddy land? And of course, we've got on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. Be an everydayer. Subscribe, follow for free. Just search Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. The best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section where does Buddy Heald land? Requested a trade, maybe? Or they're working on a trade? It seems like the Pacers requested a trade for him. <laughs> this is kind of where we're at with that. Anybody want to trade this guy? <laughs> Joining me, as always, on a Thursday, host of Lockdown Bulls. What you got for me, Pat, the designer? There's no basketball news, but after today with the Bears, I'm just so glad to be talking about basketball. <laughs> Chicago's own Pat, the designer. <laughs> ESPN Radio Chicago Bears insider. <laughs> I've managed to not ruin my career today, so. You know <laughs> Which I mean? is a like, feat in and of itself today hey, yo, in, it, in it seems Chicago tough for some. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about the non-basketball basketball news today with, uh, with yeah, we'll talk about Buddy Heald. We'll talk about, I, I got some trades. I'm going to throw Pat's way and see where he oh, thinks, yeah. thinks Buddy Heald should go, so you can listen to those. Uh, and, of course, we've got Counted Up, where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA. Charles Barkley calling out a Lakers star, saying it's never going to happen. Terrible. Gilbert Arenas b- putting Hakeem the Dream on blast. Why'd you call him Gilbert Arenas? <laughs> What's that? Was that? Was that? Oh, a is there only one, there's only one S on the uh, relax sorry, sorry. there, I, bud. I had, I had it written there. There's only there's only one S. On it. Okay. And then the most delusional things NBA players have ever said. I'm gonna throw Pat's way and count and count it up. Uh, I was trending on Reddit this week. So, but first, I want to start here with Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald of the Indiana Pacers, according to Sham Sharani of The Athletic, after contract extension negotiations stalled out, Buddy Heald and the Indiana Pacers have started a dialogue to find a trade partner with another team, league sources say. The Pacers did offer Heald an extension in recent weeks, but it's believed their proposal did not make the seven-year guard feel desired, league sources said. Buddy Heald, $19.3 million this year. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. He's eligible for an extension. Sounds like they offered him an extension. He didn't like the extension that they gave him. Where are we at with, with Buddy Heald and the Pacers? Now they're they're working on a trade for him. I mean, listen, I, I'm a little shocked because I feel like, right, as much as you've as, – as much of you've done in Indiana, like now's the time you want to get out when people actually think the team's going to be good. Like it's a little bit surprising – from that aspect of it. But uh, I mean, listen, Buddy Heald at a minimum is a good shooter. The Bulls know very well that he's somebody that can go out there and uh, when he gets hot, he's somebody who could be unstoppable from the three-point line. Um, strong teeth game. I don't know. I don't, I don't have much else for Buddy Heald. You know what I mean? Like, I, he's an elite shooter and, and teeth. Strong you know what I mean? Game. He he's, takes a real bite out of crime. You know what I mean? He's He's... Some say on, some are saying today on Twitter the second best shooter in the NBA, Steph, and then him. Wow, who you got? I'd put Dame above him. Fair, I think that's. Fair. I'd put Dame above him. Um, I think I'd still put Clay he, above him. He's in, I, I think I trust in, Clay more than him. He's in category of top five. When he gets hot, he sure, really is. Yeah. He is unstoppable. Um, oh, that's tough. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'd probably. 
Do I still got Clay? I feel like Clay's the same thing, but just older now. Like when he gets hot at this point, he's unstoppable. But D book, but that's more mid. That's more mid range. You're saying he's a he's not a, a he's he's just in the middle as a shooter. He's a mid. He's a mid. No, no, no I was saying mid range, not a not a mid guy. He's, a, he's mid. He's just such a mid shooter. I mean, uh, honestly, Kevin put, Durant. I, honestly, Kevin Durant, like Seth. Yeah, fair, fair with Kevin Durant. <laughs> honestly, Seth, Seth Curry has a better three point percentage than Steph Curry does. Like Seth is up there. Yeah, but Seth got to prove that he can stay on the court. Let's not start the Seth fest because he's back in Dallas now. <laughs> I mean, he he still. What did he shoot last year? He he, he still shot forty percent from three. He shot forty five percent with Philly two years ago. 45% from three. Buddy's in there. I'm not going to lie to you. It sounds weird, but Buddy Hield's in. I'd still go That's Damian. What I'm saying. Like, yeah, Buddy's in there. He's top five. He's not top two. He said top two. Okay. Top five, not top two. I, I can yeah. deal with that. Buddy Hield, though, now looking for an offer from the Pacers. Apparently, he didn't get an offer he liked. He's coming off of a four-year, $94 million deal that he signed with the Kings a couple years ago, which is wild to think about. Here are yep. some contracts that have been signed recently. Where you're like, okay, if Buddy Heald didn't like the deal he got, who who's a comparable deal that got signed recently that he could be compared to? Here's the high end. This is maybe the one Buddy hoped he would get that he's not going to get. Cam Johnson signed a four-year, $108 million deal. That's about $27 million per year, which is only like $12 million more than what Buddy signed for three years ago, which is kind of wild. But I don't think Buddy's getting that one, right? The, the four-year, 108. I would, he's probably not going to get it, but can we make an argument against him getting it? Against him? Yeah, go. Like, I I, I don't, I, no, I'm saying, can we make an argument oh, like abso- for him to not I get it? Absolutely, I can make one. He doesn't bring enough to the table. The problem is with some, with these guys now, your Duncan Robinsons, your Davis Bertons, your Tim Hardaway Juniors, your Buddy Heald, like your Seth Curry's even, like you, you bring... <laughs> You bring something to the table. Elite shooting. Amazing. Love that. Great. Perfect. Need shooting in today's NBA. You can't just bring shooting. You got to bring something else. You got to, Joe Harris, you got to bring something else to the table at this point in your career. Because if you're just a shooter, you can get exposed on defense. And if you get exposed on defense now in the NBA, you've got to be elite on the other end doing multiple. You've got to be Luca, Trey Young. Like you've got to be these guys that are just so dynamic. They can do multiple things on the other end to make up for it. Or be in a special scenario where defense doesn't matter that much at this point, right? And so for for these guys, like they're starting to get they're starting to get phased out of these huge deals that they signed. Like the, the league's yeah. kind of overcorrecting now when it comes to these guys. Like, but he's not going to get a four year ninety four million dollar deal from somebody because yeah. what he does is not as as valuable because most everybody shoots now. Yeah. But do you shoot at a forty-two percent clip on eight threes? Like that's no. That's, but how much is he getting back on the other end? Not nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, I get you. I get you. But like forty-two is the elite of the elites. That's Stephen Curry. Forty-two percent from three last year is probably Stephen Curry. Top five. Like that's that's the elite of the elites in three-point shooting. I think that I could make an argument and say if you and this is the thing only on eight threes a game, only on probably. Uh, how many shots did he actually take a game last year? 13. Let me see. 13 shots a game. If he goes to a situation where they ask him to do more than just be that, 
I can't say Buddy Heald can't do that. I think that he's just in situations where he doesn't need to because, right, there was Tyrese Halliburton most of the season. Now they've added in a Benedict Matherin down there who's taking some shots. Like, I, I like what that Pacers team is. I would rather see Buddy Heald there. I think on the right team, Buddy Heald could get that contract. A $27 million per year? Like, or I, the wrong. But I, but it's, it's also, right, like, what what's... Here's See, another, this is the hard part. I got to have a calculator. What percentage of the cap is everything? <laughs> I, well, I got another comparable one for you. Dylan Let's Brooks just signed for four years, 94, ni- or signed for four years, 90 million, which is basically the deal Buddy Heald's coming off of right now. It's 22 and a half million per year. You think Buddy, you think Buddy should be getting as much as Dylan Brooks just got? <sighs> That's tough because I want to say that Buddy Heald can get more because, I, I mean, Dylan Brooks had an awful shooting season last year, but... Now the market the market propped him up a little bit because the, the yeah. rocket the Rockets had that money they had to spend it and uh, and Team like, Canada makes him feel a lot better because it makes <laughs> you feel a lot better about the signing right yeah. now let's be real Rafael Stone doesn't have enough to feel good about this offseason so maybe you know the Dylan I mean? Brooks makes him feel just a little better about yeah, I mean like I I, I would got, uh that's a tough one I got one more I got I got a couple more for you let's Josh Josh Hart four years eighty one million dollars he just he signed, should get more than that he just signed that extension and so he's making twenty million per year so you think Buddy Heald should make more than Josh Hart right now I think in between what we just said in the, between the Dylan, Dylan Brooks, Brooks and Josh and, Hart so he's he's not making the same deal he just got which is why we're in the situation with Buddy Heald I think is he's like right. hey I just did I just made that deal can I either do that deal can again i get a or, raise or yeah i should be making more which <laughs> hey all of us would do at a certain point yeah. right like we're gonna go to lockdown at some point and be like hey you know we're making this but can, can we can we raise it up more tell me what day that is i'll be there no but uh I, <laughs> we're I like, going to the I table like, we're going on strike <laughs> i think oh, that'd be wild <laughs> it would be David virtual would just, we'd all David be in would just, they would just look at us and be like you haven't been here anyway like, whoa, whoa, shots we're, just, we're just all in a stream yard room, just like hanging out and like we're, we're live streaming from all the channels uh, at once. No, we won't go. Like inadvertently creating content for them. Like, damn, we screwed ourselves on this one. It's just us staring into the screen and it gets millions of views. It gets millions of views. Yeah, we wish. Uh, two more. Colin Sexton, four year, $72 million deal. He just signed recently. That's 18 a year. Yeah, I'm still at more. And then Jordan Clarkson, three years, $53 million. That's $17.6 million per. I think that's Jordan Clarkson taking a, a team-friendly deal. I think, I think he, he should have got of, a lot more than that. I think he got a little bit of a cut, too. But, yeah, yeah, those are the deals that I'm looking at that are comparable to Buddy Heald. And you're like, all right, where does he fit in that range of those salaries? So I'm, I'm interested to see, hear what people have to say. Another one that's interesting is in 2021, Evan Fournier signed a four-year $78 million, $78 million deal. The, I feel bad for Evan Fournier now hearing him as a podcaster because he's just like, bro, like they ruined me. Like they actually ruined people in the NBA. And I was just like, there's a lot of players this coming is, out. Did this you hear, is actually sad. Like you hear I Austin, hate to hear this. Austin Rivers today on Bill Simmons was talking about how his situation and how he got screwed in a couple spots. And you're like, man, being an NBA player, it's tough. But yeah. all right, coming up, let's talk Millions. about. Let's yeah. <laughs> coming up, let's talk about. Um, Trades for Buddy Heald. I got some. I got some options. I got some trades out there. Maybe to some to the east. Maybe some to the west. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Jace Medical. Got my Jace case right here. I got it. Yo, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I got my just, Jace. I got my Jace case in the mail. The pills. I was so thrown off. <laughs> there you go. I got him right here. What Jace does, Jace Medical, Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes is a Jace Case to fill out a simple online form. I did it. I got mine. 
And in some cases, you had to jump on a quick call with our board-certified physicians. I didn't have to do that. Didn't have any previous conditions or anything like that. But if you do, it's easy. And you can also get ongoing care from physicians on treatment-related questions. It's doctor-created, doctor-recommended. You don't want to get caught unprepared. This is something I had never thought about before. What if I'm caught in a situation with an infection where I can't get you know, treatment or I'm traveling or something like that or supply chains break down. This is something that I can go back to that I know that my family is taken care of with Jace and Jace Medical. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical. Plus, you can get an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKED. That's all caps, one word, LOCKED on. That's, check out jacemedical.com, Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. Again, that promo code is LOCKED on, all one word, all caps, jacemedical.com. Use the promo code Locked. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us on Locked on NBA, being part of the show, part of the Everydayers crew. Tomorrow, Adam Mares, Wes Goldberg, talking more NBA. I'm sure some Lillard story will come out. They've done Lillard the last two days. So if you want to hear about Lillard, go listen to yesterday and the day before that with uh, some great podcasters as well. But today we're talking about Buddy Heald because Buddy Heald is in the news today. He is asking for a trade from the Pacers. The Pacers are obliging because they didn't come to an agreement with his contract negotiation extensions. So we talked about some salaries that that Buddy Heald could be asking for, some comparable contracts. Let's talk about some actual trades, though. All right. I'm going to throw out a trade. I haven't looked deep, deep into the salaries. I know the salaries match. I haven't looked deep, deep into, well, what does this mean for the second apron and the luxury tax and all that? So there could be some little things in there. Let me know in the comment section if I get any of those messed up. But all right, tell me yes or no. Who says no in this scenario? You got Memphis. They looked pretty good with a Luke Kennard in their lineup in the playoffs last year. They need another shooter. They needed one more guy that can hit a shot. And Luke Kennard was just a breath of fresh air. Listening to Joe Mullinax and to Michael Cole on Lockdown Grizzlies talk about Luke, Nuke Kennard, as they call him. Just like he was manna from heaven. He was just like this incredible. And I'm like, we're talking about Luke Kennard, right? Like we're talking, which he should be up there for best shooter in the NBA too. But I think Buddy's better. You can do Luke Kennard and Josh Christopher. That's That gets to you to about 17 million. Buddy's making 19. I think you can make that trade. Who says no to that one? I would, I'd do that. I think that uh, Memphis, especially with the rebuilt team, I think Buddy fits in with that culture. Hopefully, right the 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 good side of that culture, not the we we know. Uh, but uh, I like the the aspect of Buddy Hill going to a team that has Marcus Smart already as a leader established or establishing himself in there. Uh, you add John Morant into that. Uh, and to me, right, the the Ja Morant to Buddy Heald aspect could be something that could even save Ja Morant's body because we know how Ja attacks the paint. He's going in there, reckless abandonment. I'm jumping full height on somebody seven foot six. Am I going to end up on the ground? 99.9% sure that's going to happen. Maybe this t- changes his game from instead of going up and attacking, you've got that guy that you can guarantee in the corner, kick out to a guy like Buddy Heald, knock it down a three ball where so the job doesn't have to risk his body. And I think it makes up for the fact that Ja just, right, like the three ball hasn't come along like he's wanted it to. And that's kind of where you're looking at. And and a better shooter than Luke Kennard, just enough better that I think you would, I'd, I'd be on board for this deal. Yeah, you get a chance with a guy like Christopher. It doesn't have to be Christopher. It could be David Roddy. He's making $2.7 million. It could be yeah. John Conchar. Like, it could be something like, they just need one more salary to throw in that deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe the Pacers get a chance on, on that. But if you're the Pacers, you just talked about the Grizzly side. For the Pacers side of it, 
Luke Kennard making $14.7 million. Then he has a team yep. option next year at $14.7. That's That could actually be a positive thing for the Pacers because they could pick that option up if they want to keep him for another year and not just lose the player you know, and Buddy Heald for nothing at that point. Luke Kennard also fits a demographic that the Pacers and Pacers fans <laughs> seem, seem to like <laughs> to go along with some, some other players that have done well for them. <laughs> <laughs> I also may fit that demographic. <laughs> <laughs> well done nick thank you i did not see you taking it there i was absolutely gonna take it there wait a thousand uh, points to you my good sir for for any indiana pacers trades that that acquire a white player and for any dallas mavericks players or trades that acquire a white player you've got to make the joke it's just got to be made wait, how many how many gordon hayward to the mavericks jokes have i made in the past so how, how many of them were jokes <laughs> Now the preferred. It's a dangerous game you play, and I respect you for playing it. But the Pacers get almost the same player in in Luke Kennard, you know, from Buddy Heald. Luke Kennard's not as yeah. good of a player, uh, you know, and so yeah. But maybe maybe they do that deal. Dallas. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Dallas, a Tim Hardaway Jr. straight up. This was coming for Buddy Heald. We talked about it on Lockdown Mavs today, but the case on the Mavericks side of it is you, Buddy Heald loves Dallas. He works out in Dallas all the time. This is a place that maybe he would want to be long-term. Maybe he takes a little bit of a, a you know, a team, a team-friendly deal instead of what he wants for, to, stay in Indi- to stay in Indiana. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you get the, get the small market Very Indiana, Indiana tax. But t- like he also, you, the Mavs could also get off of Tim Hardaway Jr.'s last you know, year of his deal. He's got two years left on his deal. It's descending. It's a smaller contract than buddies, but you get, you know, two years. And so the Mavericks get off of that money a little early. Maybe they clear up some space next season. You get to try with buddy and see what happens. They could also continue with him. And then on the Pacers side of things, you get two years of Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway has already played in Rick Carlisle's system. So you've already got yeah. familiarity there. And then maybe he is happier there than a buddy Hild would be. And so you just kind of swap guys basically at that point. Only question that I would say, even for the Mavericks, I know that like Tim Hardaway is kind of you guys uh, bugaboo. Got to make sure you say that right. Don't RG3 it. Uh, where like he's just still on the team. And I said bugaboo. We're good. Oh. Uh, or he's just still on the team. No, Luke Kennard. Uh, and uh, the AI is not going to get the subtitles right on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the AI is, I knew it. I knew it. Coming for our next with those subtitles. Uh, but no, I like realistically though, you're trading for Buddy Heald for a much worse defender on a team that absolutely needs defense. Okay, I'm not saying Tim Hardaway's elite. Let's, but as someone that has watched Tim Hardaway for several years now, that there is not much difference between the Buddy Heald defense and the Tim Hardaway defense. Now, I do think Tim Hardaway is more athletic as a player, so maybe that helps in screen navigation and recovering and rotate rotating like the Mavericks defense requires. But I don't you're not like you're not feeling bad if you're going from Tim well, Hardaway whatever, to Buddy defensively. Listen, wh- whatever you're taking is now gone <laughs> completely. Because Buddy Heald's giving you Buddy Heald's giving you nothing defensively, realistically, well, right? Like Tim really if the, doesn't if the, if the if the well, I mean, and there's that. Uh, if the Mavericks game plan, I guess, is to just go in here and try to outscore everybody, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, Tim Hardaway to Indiana, I guess, makes sense as well. Like you said about Rick Carlisle's system, but yeah. it, it's it's an interesting one. I got a couple more. 
Could this be, could this be the Brogdon team? Send him back to the Pacers. <laughs> send send Buddy Heel to the Celtics. That would suck. That would suck. I'd feel so bad for Malcolm Brogdon. For Brogdon like um, he's getting he's, he's in trade rumors, and then all of a sudden he goes to the place where he requested a trade. That that one was think, that, that one was my that's my joke one. I, I don't I don't think that's real at all. I was I, well, he's hurt, so there's that. And I think the injury is well, actually more serious is than okay, what it is. Yeah. Here's here's a real one. The Knicks. They need another shooter. They've got one on the bench. They're not really using Evan Fournier. And like, let's say the Knicks send a pick. Okay, we get off of Fournier's contract and we get Buddy Heald instead. Maybe the maybe the Pacers could revitalize Evan Fournier. I mean, we just saw him in FIBA. I mean, he's he still can be a fine basketball player. He represents the demographic, and you you know you've got like I think and you maybe get some draft capital from him. Let me ask you this. Do you think that... Fournier's got a team option second year, so the Pacers can get, just get off that money if they want. You, you're coming with logic right now, right? And, and logic's great. I'm glad. I'm so glad that uh, that we have that on this show. I think it's an excellent asset to have. Um, but do you think that Thomas Joseph Thibodeau... <laughs> ...is going to have Buddy Heal... How many on Thibodeau references can we get in a row? With how much, how poorly he is. A de- Evan Fournier couldn't get you know on what? the team. You know what? That's totally fair. I totally didn't <laughs> you know think that one through. Like, I'm with like, you. No, like, no. Nope. Yep. I love the logic of it, but Tom Thibodeau would see Buddy Heald and be like, go Ice. <laughs> Ice. Stop smiling. Yeah, no. No, that, one, that one's not working. I'm with you on that one. All right. That ends the segment because he can't, he can't be traded. He cannot be traded to the Knicks. There you go. Let my, us know. My favorite d- thing is the Pacers still don't trade with any team that beat them in like the nineties. <laughs> like there's no shot at Miami. There's no shot at the bulls. Yeah. Knicks probably not. Well, I guess they the trade. This is literally well, no they, shot. They just more. traded Obi Toppin. So we can't say that. So and they kind of just gave him away. I mean, still, still a transaction. <laughs> but yeah, but a call yeah, was yeah. made to the league office. <laughs> Who made it? Is, is Tom making the calls? Adam. <laughs> Play up, Adam. The UN was called in. There have been international <laughs> negotiations that have happened between the two. All right, coming up, let's play where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA, including Charles Barkley talking about a star on the Lakers, Gilbert Arenas going at Hakeem. Just putting him on blast and more. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs, they have these stretch khaki shorts that are designed to yeah. fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They look awesome. You can wear them sans underwear if you'd like as well. They've got this anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I can attest. I've tried it both ways. With and without underwear works either way. You can do either one. So whatever comfort- comfortability you have, it's like you go to a massage. You say undress to your to your comfortability with bird dogs. You can undress to your, your comfortability. Pat has removed his headphones. <laughs> The slowly removing of the headphones got me. Bird dogs. You can (laughs) uh, go check out bird dogs. See everything they have. Not just the shorts. They have joggers. They have pants as well. Go to bird dogs. (laughs) Pat has left. He's left the building. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA or enter the promo code. 
code locked on NBA for at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off or leave the studio. We promise you that. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown NBA, making us part of your day, being part of this show, being an everydayer. We've got a daily Lockdown show that covers your team every day. I host the Lockdown Mavericks show, cover the Mavs five days a week. Pat and Hayes cover the Bulls and Chicago on Lockdown Bulls. Check the link in the description to find a team that uh, the show that covers your team every day. I can't get over Pat taking off his headphones during the ad. That was that was that was more than I needed to know about you, my guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, listen, we've all had those. This is wearing them now. All all men have had uh, in my leisure pants? time, non podcasting. Do, do you have pants on right now, my good sir? Please don't define <laughs> pants. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> he's got all like Grinch underwear right now, though. So he's rocking here on the pod. It's like it's the, a dangerous. It's game. the classic cartoon, white with right, red hearts all over. It's the classic. Yeah. The class with myself, I can't miss that. <laughs> I can't miss that. I can't. Uh, all right, let's play. Count it up. Count it up. Count it up. Count it up. Count it. Where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA. Charles Barkley recently talked about the Lakers and said, at some point, I can't do a Charles Barkley. I'm not going to try. At some point, LeBron's going to have to say, AD, damn, I'm 100 years old. It's about time for you to be the best player. My question is, count it up. Will it ever happen, and when will AD be the better player on the Lakers than LeBron James? Um, no, but never. It will, they'll no. never intersect. No, the um, arcs. The arcs will be the same. I, I, I just, I just don't believe that AD. Listen, AD's elite when he's on the court, right? But the same question, the same talk always comes up when he's not on the court. Yep. You can't have that conversation. And, and the realistic thing is whether it's by his fault or not. There's too many times where, and and no matter what the games are, right? Like we're talking about Anthony Davis trying to ramp himself back up to being that guy. He played 56 games last year. He played 40 the year before that, 36 the year before that, and then 62 to one year where they actually win the championship, right? And it's just the same conversation continues to happen of, hey, listen, this guy's elite. This guy's amazing. But so much of the season is him ramping his body back up to get himself yeah. in order. There's not there's not enough. LeBron's body is is at peak performance every time. Like like oh no, oh now you now you're trying to now you're trying to that's what you're gonna do. Said that's you gonna do. To, you didn't have to say every time. Every every yeah. Pause. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll hold that one. I'll hold that one. That's on me. It's that it's that it, every game, every, right? Every, every time, game, every time, every time, every time, <laughs> every time. What? What's he doing? <laughs> What's he doing? What's he doing over there? <laughs> nah, uh, his, his body's at peak performance every game. There you go. Even, even right, like when he has to have the rest days and stuff like that worked in, you know that when Bron's on the court, what he's going to give you. I don't know that with Anthony Davis because there's too much time of he's got to get ready. He's not right. He's getting himself back into it. And that's just the situation that he's in. LeBron averaged 29 points, eight boards, seven assists last year. Like, is 38 is going to be ridiculous. Going to be 39 in December. Like if you want AD to be the best player, it, it depends on your definition of best player, because I think overall AD is bringing so much on the defensive end and can bring a ton on the offensive end that you could say, all right, collectively with you put the whole game together, he's maybe the best player right now. 
The problem is he's never AD. I don't think he's ever going to be that go-to scorer that you think of when you think of best player. He's not. He's not ever going to hit the Jordan levels, the Jokic levels of all right. I need a bucket. I need something to happen on offense. I'm going to give it to AD, and it's it's going to happen. We've been waiting for that, and you saw stretches of it last year. That stretch where he looked like an MVP candidate last year. Yeah, that's the AD. But we're never going to get that AD all the time or for a whole season, right? Because the injuries, the ramping up, like you alluded to. I mean, it's, I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm kind of with you. <laughs> I think I think it won't happen because it's not even as much about AD. It's about LeBron is just not slowing down as quickly as we thought, at least statistically. And so yeah. they're never going to intersect like that. No, I'm I'm with you 100. percent And I think right, like the matchups that we thought AD w- would dominate his whole career, we're starting to see those other guys catch up. Joel Embiid, Giannis, all of those guys, they, right? So they had to put Rui on Jokic. <laughs> that was the big change that they made. I mean, the conversation ends there. Gilbert Arenas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the end of that segment. <laughs> you said it. Gilbert Arenas blasts Hakeem Olajuwon for charging $50,000 for a workout. He said many things. It's a two and a half minute video. Whoever his poor producer is that had to watch Gilbert Arenas probably 40 minute rant about this and then cut it down to quick choppy, like a two and a half minute clip. I salute you because you had to go through a lot. Uh, a couple of things he said. He ain't been good since the 90s. That means any moves from the 2000s, he don't know. Who the F you going to do those moves on? Wembenyama. He said, you know, fifty. he said $50,000 a lot. He's stealing money. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants lessons from Hakeem. My question is, Count it up. is there a player in the NBA that couldn't benefit from Hakeem Olajuwon footwork drill or footwork workout right now? Uh, listen, I, th- I think that uh, when you talk about, especially the big men down in the post, they're so used to shooting. You know, that footwork isn't developed because they they come to the NBA and, and they've been shooters their whole career. I think there's even some guys who are tenured, right? Like, my God, uh, Rudy Gobert. Like, the rim's right there. You can't get a little more grace, well, a little pro- more footwork around the bucket right problem there. problem is you, know you got to catch the ball first before you Well, go. there is that. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, a lot of picks. But uh, I'm no, so I glad we can slander Rudy Gobert again on this network. I mean, he's now yeah, that, he, now yeah. that he's not on the Jazz anymore, it's, yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. liberating. <laughs> we don't have to worry. I about thought, that. and the tough part is right. I was like, no, it's Donovan Mitchell's fault, even though he is doing the exact same thing with Evan Mobley, which is <laughs> hilarious. It's like it's Donovan Mitchell's fault. Well, and you see him, and it's like, well, you're not helping me when you just drop <laughs> passes every time they come your direction. <laughs> you play a sport with the ball, and you're scared of it a little bit. That's concerning. Uh, but no, I think I think there's a a need for uh, big man footwork in the NBA, and there's is, it, is there's it the going to be people it, to get back to it. Is it the fifty thousand that's that's too much here for Gilbert? If it was like ten thousand, if it was five five k, would he be going as hard at, at this? I mean, it is it is a key. I, You're I, getting I, a hall I of get famer it. teach you. Here's the thing, though, right? Can somebody? see Hakeem's footwork and teach me the same thing or the same move or the same. Does somebody perfect Hakeem's footwork for cheaper? Like you're paying the 50 K because it's a key and you can go to somebody and be like, yeah, I got trained by Hakeem, right? Like we know why you're charging the 50 K why you're paying the 50 K and realistically all the people he's taught, everybody I hear that, that uh, um, he teaches this stuff to one. I never see any of the moves that go in, but I do see the footwork on the floor, but two, nobody's as good as Hakeem. So like, it doesn't even matter as much. Like, it's worked, not like they're getting the footwork and they're going down there dominate. He worked out with Dwight Howard, right? I don't know if that one ever worked. 
He worked out with Alfred. Had a nice post game. He worked at. He worked out with your boy Alfred Shingun. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's that's the one that I can see the most. That's the one. He, if if that's the I'll, case, I'll be may have played the, paid the 50k. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. If that the team paid that for sure. If that's the case, <laughs> I don't know. He's the he's the only one that I've seen in the NBA that's actually put it to use. <laughs> Jokic woke up with it one day. He's like, oh, I, I, I can. Jokic already. just had it. He it's was like, just I like, I already oh. got this. Fifty, like fifty for what? Oh, another horse? Like no. <laughs> Trending on Reddit this week. The most delusional things a player has ever has ever said. We got. We got. You got to come out with the number one. So I'm gonna yeah, name but, one, and then you tell me if the one that I say next is more delusional than the one before it. Count it up. Tristan Thompson once said that the East still runs through Cleveland the year after LeBron left. Okay. That that might be one. That's tough. That was was brutal. That's tough. The Minnesota Timberwolves once offered Latrell Sprewell a three-year, $21 million contract extension, a substantial pay cut, but he claimed to feel insulted by the offer. He publicly expressed outrage, declaring, I have a family to feed. He declined the extension, and the Timberwolves offered him nothing after that. He didn't didn't get a, a contract. That was the end of his career. That was it. Um, Could have taken $21 million instead. You know what, though? You know what, though? He got bread, though. He had bread already by that point. But he had a family, family to feed, though. The family to feed is crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> is the it more or less delusional than, than Tristan Thompson? That, that's less, but it's okay. still bad. Like, what do you what do you got? Yeah. Eddie Curry's family over there? <laughs> it's, it's Stephen Adams. Dwight, it's Dwight Stephen Howard's Adams' whole family. family. Yeah, Stephen Adams you know with, like, I mean? all seven of his brothers and sisters that are the same size and all athletes. Uh, Sasha Vujicic, who used to play for the Lakers, once stated he could get 30 anytime. His career high in the NBA is 29. It's pretty bad. You know what? I'm going to say that's two right now. That's above the spree well because okay. I do think there's a it's- lot of players who could get 30 that just don't. Uh, yeah, fair. Uh, Austin Rivers definitely thinks he, thinks he no, began at this point. Uh, Rasheed Wallace. Once said that LeBron wouldn't be successful in Rashid's era, in his era. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This one, this one, Tristan's still winning. It's tough, but now this is two. Let, let me just uh, let me tell you, was LeBron three. was drafted in Rashid Wallace's like sixth year in the NBA, seventh year in the NBA. So. Bro, no, this is, this is my favorite part is you played him in the playoffs. <laughs> I know. And almost lost. I know. Like, like what? And then, wait, didn't they lose one year? Didn't they lose two? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. He would have survived in our era. Never would have. This, this is your era, and he beat. <laughs> never <Yeah>. lost. <laughs> is it more delusional than Tristan Thompson saying the East? No, Tristan, Tristan is bad. Tristan's all time. This one goes bad. ahead of Sasha Vujicic. This is ahead of Sasha. Okay. One time, Monte Ellis said, I would put myself in the same category as D. Wade. At the end of the day, the only thing that he has that I don't have is more wins and two championships. That's it. <laughs> all right, that's number one. That's, yeah, that's number one. Monte Ellis have it all. Yeah, and, and, and he went out and won, like, multiple more champions. What do you get? He got one, well, he got one more. He only got one more. Yeah, after that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's got three now. Oh. That's, that's bad. 
That's all time bad. Only difference. I guess I get it from a competitor standpoint. Like, nah, no. he ain't better than me. But I, yeah, nah, I don't. I don't you can't yeah, say the bad. only difference between him and me is wins and two championships. Like, yeah. You can yeah. go all the way. All right, last one. At, at some point recently, John Morant said, I'm fine in the West. <laughs> that one's tough. I'm going to put that one three. That's still below yeah. Tristan. Below Tristan. Above, was... Rash- above Rashid? It's... No, no. No, four. that's going to be... Four. Yeah, it's she above is Sasha. Crazy. Below... She is crazy. She <laughs> just forgot that he played against LeBron. <laughs> she forgot he lost to LeBron. Like, in that's... my era. <laughs> that's a wild one, bro. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Maybe let us... Sheed is just saying when he was drafted. I don't know. Let us know what's the most delusional thing. Let us know where you think, buddy. He will go. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on NBA. I'm back. Boom.